This is a headgum podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Tripping, oh, stumbling, oh, flipping, oh, fumbling, oh, clumsy, cause I'm falling in love. You got me slipping, oh, tumbling, oh, sinking, oh, fumbling, oh, clumsy, cause I'm falling in love, in love. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. That's Clumsy by Fergie. Wow. The year is 2008. What's happening in 2008, you wonder? Well, I'm going to tell you what's happening in the world of movies because we already know all the highlights with Jay-Z and Beyonce and Obama. So let's just start with the movies that were popping in 08. For starters, The Dark Knight, the masterpiece. We know it. We love it. Heath Ledger's final groundbreaking performance, Obsessed. 21, the card-counting movie with He Who Shall Not Be Named Kevin Spacey. Okay. Was it fine? It was fine. Do we need to ever see it again? Probably not. Disaster movie. Huge movie. Movie that, you know, big, big movie. Every single person in Hollywood was in disaster movie. Or maybe I'm thinking of this is the end. Mm, yeah, I think that I am confusing disaster movie and this is the end. However, I did just look this up. Disaster movies top build cast is Kim Kardashian. No idea. The girl, no idea the girl could act. Okay. Uh, then, of course, we have role models with Paul Rudd and Mike King, Sean William Scott. I love, I love you, Sean. If you're listening to this, I love you. Now, the Google algorithm is suggesting to me that I watch Zach and Miri make a porno starring, of course, Seth Rogen and Elizabeth Banks. And, um, it's also suggesting that I watch a film called Wild Child, which I've never heard of, that is starring Emma Roberts. Uh, descri- and this is the first line to describe the movie. 16-year-old Poppy, Emma Roberts, has everything her unlimited credit cards can buy and a spoiled attitude to match. You're right, Google. That does sound like a movie for me. God, and where were we when Wild Child was hitting the theaters? Why, we were in Dayton, Ohio. And who are we? We are none other than Meg Stalter. Meg! Wait, I'm having a panic attack over a disaster movie not being this is the end. What's the disaster movie if it's not the this is the end? I I don't know. I guess disaster movie is like the (laughs) B-cast version of this is the end. What is disaster movie about? I, I let I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you what disaster movie is about right now. What do you think about that? Also, just so the listeners are aware, we did have to start this podcast over because <laughs> my so, computer fully shut down for no reason, and we, and we we have bits going. We had and we're we have having them bits. now too. By the way, we're gonna keep it's gonna keep going. A disaster movie says during a fateful night, a group of impossibly attractive twenty somethings, <laughs> Matt Laudner, Vanessa Manilio, and Kim Kardashian must dodge a series of man-made and natural disasters. Wait, I definitely have not seen this movie. We should watch it. We should get together and watch it. 
Twisters, asteroids, earthquakes, and singer Amy Winehouse are just some of the perils they face what? while trying to make their way to safety. Wow. And it's not a joke. It's a real movie. Oh, my God. I am not kidding you. It has 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> Wait, is 1% on Rotten Tomatoes bad? You want zero or you want 100 tomatoes? <laughs> you want you I'm want confused. zero? You want no tomatoes? You want zero? <laughs> well, I'm confused about the site because when someone says, oh, it, it got 100 on Rotten Tomatoes, that's good, right? Yeah, that is good. But it doesn't make sense in a an old performer standpoint. Because it's, yeah, I don't want a stinky yeah. Rotten Tomato thrown at my performance. It should be you know 100 I mean? roses, zero tomatoes. Uh, exactly. 100 roses, zero Isn't tomatoes. Isn't that confusing? 100 Rotten Tomatoes is good, okay? No, that's, Tell that, that to sounds... My It sounds really bad. A hundred rotten tomatoes is so bad. bad. <laughs> if I was on stage and someone threw a hundred rotten tomatoes at me, bad. If someone threw zero, good. Good. Uh, a hundred roses, I know good. I'm adored. Yeah, I know. No I'm roses, I know I'm hated. A <laughs> hundred roses, I could breathe again. <laughs> zero roses and a hundred tomatoes, honey. Where's the train? I'm going yeah. to nursing school. <laughs> Oh, God, Meg, you know, I'm so happy you're joining me today. I have so many questions for you about high school. Um, and I just got to know, like, let's start at the very beginning. Yeah. Who let's let's retell what you just told me oh, 20 yeah. minutes ago. What was going on? Who were you in high school? What was it like? What was popping? You can start wherever you want to start. Wherever you feel inspired. Hmm. I think a little backstory is in elementary school, went to Catholic school. Um, it is funny retelling you this because it, it feels like I, I'm go. God, she's going to be bored about. <laughs> no, I'm, I am going to interject with a question with a question that I didn't have last time. I mean, okay. right now, were you raised religious? Oh, OK. So I was raised um, Christian in church. Mm -hmm. uh, and now I do love God, but I don't I you know, I don't go to church anymore. Not that mm -hmm. I wouldn't go to church, but um, I think the things I disagree with in church are, you know, people, not God in the universe. Yeah. Um. Sort of <laughs> sort of the fundamentals about certain aspects of yeah. the world that you disagree with. It's not God themselves. It's yes, sort of yes. what, you know, what it's, it's aspects the of the book yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but I think it's all, of course, a part of you when you grew up that way. And I went to Catholic elementary school, but not Catholic. My grandma's Catholic and wanted us to go. And um, when you're in Catholic elementary school, you when it's small, it's like you have the same class every year. So you become best friends and it's very like inclusive and like there's no one that's left out. So to go from that to middle school, it's really jarring and like traumatic because mm -hmm. I went to a public middle school where all of a sudden like you switch classes. So you have all these different like there's so many more kids in your class and there's so yeah. many cliques and they're actually really mean and nasty. Not every middle school, but like the popular kids at this one was were really like they'd be like your breath smells, <laughs> you know what I mean, or like ew. they'd be like ew, gross shirt. Like it was literally out of this the movie Mean Girls, like fully mean, like classic bullying, classic bullying, and it just is really jarring if you've never. I mean, in elementary school we never got bullied. Like there was maybe one kid that didn't really fit in, but we were still nice to her, you know, like fully everyone was at everyone's party and everyone's everyone was invited to every sleepover 
And then in middle school, um, I, I was telling you that I saw, I don't know why I keep saying that. Like, they don't mind that we've already. <laughs> it is like when you repeat a conversation that you had 20 minutes ago, you are kind of like, you're like, and I am going to retell you something I and I'm just going to told re- you. Re- re- uh, piggybacking off of what I said a few minutes ago. But um, I saw Bring It On, of course, and wanted to be a cheerleader and uh, took like tumbling classes. And I was really bad. Like the teacher had to come and flip me over uh, and everyone else could do a flip. Um, And so I. But I'm going to repeat what I said, which is (laughs) the only good gymnasts, the only people that can flip on their own and tumble on their own are the kids that started when they were two. Because they weren't, they're not afraid of it. Their bones and their their veins right. know that they're gonna flip. Like they're yeah. not afraid. They know they can. No. Yeah. When you f- have a inkling in your mind that you can't flip, it's impossible to do a flip. If yeah, you, you think can. I can't flip, there's no way you're gonna flip. Like, and honey, isn't that the secret to life? Okay. <laughs> also, you why d- did I want to flip so bad? <laughs> because it's cool. <laughs> I know. Cool. I think it looked cool when I was little. Now I could care less. I, I could care less if I flip. Ever again. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't want to flip. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't want to flip. I want to stay on ground. Yeah. I don't want to flip. Were I you a flipper? No. Yeah. I was a dancer, but I wasn't a flipper. I, I was a dancer. <laughs> I was not a gymnast. Let it be known. I yeah, could never yeah. do middle splits, even when I was dancing. Oh, my God. We shouldn't be. We're not meant to. No. We're not meant to be yeah. little bendy girls. We're meant to be stand up, <laughs> stuff on a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're meant to do. Stand still, don't go anywhere. Stand still, don't move. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Physical comedy is like me waving my arms around. Like, I don't need to be flipping around. Physical comedy, (laughs) this is it right now. (laughs) Rolling your eyes. Yeah. (laughs) She just rolled her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to be flipping around. Like, where are you going? It doesn't. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. And so, no, okay. one of the cheerleaders flipped, like you had to do a flip to make the team, but we never flipped during so a So you weren't stunting. Like None during- of us were stunting, but you had to do it to get on the team. It was so bizarre. Okay, I hate that because it's like, if you're going to make me sing for the play, it better be yeah. a musical, you know? Oh, it's like- okay. Yeah, get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I'll make you a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> it's so true. It's like, why Why are we doing this? You're, you're yeah. just making me jump through hoops, but there's no hoops during the game. Don't have me showcase a talent <laughs> that then the world won't see. Yeah, the world won't see. God. Oh, okay, so you're God. on the cheerleading team in middle so, school. So, yeah, and the, here's the thing is I made a, um, a somebody, there was this girl that was also new to our middle school and we became close friends until we made the team together and she saw the other cheerleaders being mean to me and she was really vicious and mean to me more so than they were so that they'd befriend her even though like they weren't friends with her and she would like pass notes around inquire that like I hadn't gotten my period yet or like she'd pull my hair on the bus like fully here's the here but here's something god is real and i'll tell you that right here because i prayed and cried every night about this girl and she got suspended randomly and never had to see her again yeah god's real i'm sorry he really they are really are she they he god is real (laughs) like fully was praying and then like she i don't even i got told she like stole a cd player but didn't even seem like her like it just seemed like something happened where this person was taken out of my life because she was trying to ruin it for real (laughs) <laughs> Here's the thing. I 
was very badly bullied in elementary school. Oh, my honey. And so bad. And, you know, in hindsight, and I'm sure this is the same with your bully, probably like whatever was going on in their home life. Like, I'm sure that they had a lot of fucked up shit happening in their personal life. So as I've gotten older, I have grown to have a lot of empathy toward whatever that situation was because of course when we're older older we now see like oh you were probably so stressed out and you were probably put in a bad situation however (laughs) the damage that it does to you at that age and like what it does to your self-esteem what it does to it makes you shake in your goddamn boots you know and there is nothing (laughs) that can take away that pain that you've also had to endure because bullying trauma, I do think it's a lot of of why I have this podcast, like imprints upon us in our older life. You know what I mean? Oh my God, you're so right. And it's so like, we so easily forget it because it's like, well, yeah, it doesn't hurt my feelings now, of course. No. But all of this stuff is like, goes into who you are. Like the way that you, yeah, like really. And some of it is like, um, when you get older and you like, especially us, we have all these like funny people around us and like, we get to have, feel like we're at a party all the time and it's really healing to our like little, what is it? Child. child. Yeah. Our inner child. Yeah. Like fully. It's so healing, but it's also like we had to be healed from, you know, it definitely builds personality. Like not saying every funny person needed to be humiliated and tortured. (laughs) No, they all did. They all did. But I'm like, God, like if I had, (laughs) if I was never bullied and never like got pushed to like find my personality, I, I just would be different. I think. Yeah, actually now when I do meet people that are just kind of like, whatever, I'm kind of like, oh, you never like had a, you never had a hard time in school. Yeah. And it's people that we can't love them. It's so, no, actually it is that we can't love them. them. (laughs) 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 Well, don't you feel like you really can't bond with them the same way? Like you're, it's just a different kind of person. Like, I also just like when I'm making it happen. I was at a wedding this weekend and this literally happened to me. I was making like dumb jokes to this girl across the table from me who was not just like either didn't want to engage with me or just didn't get them because her face was fully just blank. (laughs) And I was like making myself laugh, having a good time. And she was like, she was like, yeah, uh huh. She's like, shh. They're about to do their first dance. No, and she I'm shushed like, for real. Yeah, she shushed me. As soon as someone shushes me, I'm like, we can't. I can't. I can't like ever bond with you. If we are the same age, you legally cannot <laughs> shush me. Shushing Even, like, can the only happen to the mouth. Oh no, it's that's like, awful. That's, that's worse, worse to me. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, you better give me the audio. <laughs> if this, you're gonna shush me, shush me. Yeah. Like yes. Don't fucking have. say it. Just, you pussy. I never in my life shushed someone. Oh, I've shushed. I've shushed children before. Well, ch- not, oh, children, children. Yeah. I've been like, shh. I'm like a guys, you know. Yeah. Which is the when same as just, shushing. It is. It is. That suggestion. <laughs> it's the guys. <laughs> guys, but an adult. To shush an adult like, God, come on. Or like, have you ever like been on a date with someone? And it's it's like. Or you're like in a group with someone you're dating and they like put their little finger to their lips because someone else is talking to them. I'm like, okay, well, now we're breaking up. (laughs) (laughs) I can't be shushed. Like, are you kidding me? Insane. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. We need to get back into high school. (laughs) 
Um, okay, so you were on the cheerleading team in middle school and you yeah. had these bitches, you had these bullies, mm. and then you got into high school. So when you were in high school, did you stay with the cheer squad? Like what was the the uh, main bully yeah. though was suspended though. So you didn't have to go to high school with her. I didn't have to go to high school with her, but I'll be honest, like I hate the stereotype that like popular like girls are cheerleaders and they're mean. And there's definitely there at my school though, a lot of them were like kind of clicky and mean. Yeah. There's definitely a couple cheerleaders who are like, those are the nice ones. And I cheered in freshman year, but um, I, it, I was kind of dreading it every time. And then mm-hmm. um, I didn't make the team sophomore year, but it was like a blessing. And I found like the drama. <laughs> My mic fell. Sorry. <laughs> the mic's like, yeah, stop talking about this. <laughs> the mic is, it's the mic is the shushing mic. you. <laughs> that my computer shut down the last time we recorded, and now yeah. the mic is falling off. It's like my whole house is like, stop bringing this up. <laughs> the art is gonna fall off the wall. I'm crying, I'm crying laughing. So I, once I found in high school the drama club, I was uh, like obsessed. They worshipped me. I worshipped them. Those were like my people. And during the day in my classes, in my own class of students, I would be really shy girl. And then at night, I come to life in the drama yeah, club. And I had the like club. the gay boyfriend and we were like the power couple. Our drama teacher hated us because we were always goofing off. We never got the like parts we wanted, but we always mm-hmm. had the most fun like out of anyone in the cast. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I said it 25 minutes ago and I'm going to say it again, honey. The drama teachers in school are always nasty. Yeah. They're never, never have I. You know what? It's been 20 something episodes. Most of my friends that come on the pod were all performers. Most were involved in drama in high school. Yeah. All of them have had bad drama teacher experiences. I have not but had a single person on this show that has been like, and my awesome drama teacher who yeah. made me feel so good about myself, who I loved. No, no, no. It's no. like they're jealous. They're jealous of the us or something because we get to be in the play. It's youth weird. envy, youth envy. I'm telling you, <laughs> it is crazy how much we do remember from what we just recorded. Like we've yeah. said so many direct lines of what we already said. Yeah, you want to know why? Because we're professional actors. I mean, we really are, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, we did, I we fully. Did, we didn't <laughs> keep in the part though where where you where you said we it was the time for Seth Rogen and you very aptly said oh we need God. to we need to stop acting like he's not hot. Oh, we should say we should add that in. I yeah, I was saying like basically in so many movies they act like Seth Rogen's not hot and he is literally hot. He's definitely he's hot. was like the football player at school like yeah. just cuz he had wild hair they're like this schlubby slug and everyone no, has a crush on him. Just cuz he had wild hair just cuz he's Jewish? Like do you, oh God, I that's mean what do we many, want. Yeah, Jewish wild-haired kings and that's exactly what <laughs> What what Seth Rogen is literally literally and then by the way we didn't put in your sorry about how you broke your nose oh <laughs> <laughs> oh we were talking about break dancing and stunting but you know what maybe maybe we'll just save that for for another for a part two DM if you want to hear it <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be on my uh, that's gonna be on my what is it called Patreon um <laughs> I start one just for that two minute clip <laughs> so. In high school, were you a good student? Oh my god. No, I I um 
wasn't a good student. I think because like I was so obsessed with drama club and if I was really passionate about something, then it was like, yes, I'm all in. Like I would study the line, the lines and the characters and like the project before auditioning. Like I would throw everything into it. But in school, like, I don't know. I have a hard time paying attention in school and I like had a hard time studying for tests and doing tests. Oh, same, same. I was an awful, famously awful student. I, oh my God, I, I was like a C plus average student. I horrible test taker. Honey, I just wanted to go for the D. I just wanted to graduate. Like for real. Like I fully in middle school, in eighth grade, hate to keep bringing it back to this, but I was in a group um, meeting about how if we didn't get our grades up, we were fully not going to graduate. And I would have to um, get my paper signed for cheer to be able to cheer. And I remember in front of the whole class, my history teacher goes, yeah, are you going to be a cheerleader for forever? Because you're not like you're not even going to graduate like in front of everyone. And it wasn't not smart. I just like didn't I couldn't get into it. Like and I also, by the way, was being traumatized by the students. So it's yeah, <laughs> no, I, study. I literally had the same like yeah. I. I could not get hard for education <laughs> okay yeah. I just, we're just like, not some of us aren't meant to be like learning in that way no and like <laughs> truly like, like i was meant to be on a set as a little child yeah. and have a tutor that's what i was meant to have i fully i don't know if you wanted to teach me visual like just the way that they were doing it sitting in a desk all day i couldn't do it i mean i no. did it but like we're just me not either. everyone learns that way no i mean i I also like I don't know if was your high school competitive? I don't think I went to I don't think so. I feel like we went to kind of um a not a rough school but in between where yeah. it's like we weren't like competitive, we weren't known to be like the smart school or but like we were kind of rough around the edges but not in a bad area. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know what no, I mean? No, that makes sense. Like, that makes sense. Like yeah. like you your school was kind of like neutral with the whole thing. It wasn't like the worst school, but it wasn't like the we like. We were just all trying to graduate. Right. I mean, that's better than a lot of other really? places. Yeah. I like, I think it's so weird because that time we are all putting such pressure on ourselves in a way where it's yeah. like, you know what you want, but you like have no autonomy to go and get what you want yet if that yeah. makes sense where you still need to like be going to calculus class and like going to whatever fucking class and really all that you want to be doing is like what you know you're good at which is acting yeah. and like performance I think that's I was meant to be at, like a performance school yeah me like too. that would have been my dream is to be like I'll totally do the work if most of the work is like what I really want to do. But again, it's like I understand that we were meant to be in school at that age. But it's just like I've just remember so many anxiety inducing like counselor meetings or like just all about like making me feel worse about how I was doing instead of like giving me the tools to be better in school. And there was so much pressure of what are you going to do after this? Like right. you're not getting into these colleges. Like you're right. not, I don't even know if you can apply to these. Like, like don't kid yourself, sweetheart. Yeah. Like you're fe- like when you're, when you're 17 years old and when an adult is being like, your future is looking really sad. It's like, okay, bitch, yeah. well, what do you want me to do about it now? <laughs> <laughs> fully like really i it was like um ladybird when she like is asking to go to did you see ladybird yeah 
when she's like with a counselor and um or her nun the nun and she's like saying yeah. what college she wanted to go to and she's like well that like fat chance like yeah yeah and th- that know. was like me but I didn't even say what college I wanted to go to I'd be like sitting down in the meeting and she'd be like <sighs> yeah like rolling her eyes like oh Meg again Truly. they're like so we're looking at community college <laughs> at best. Yeah. And yes, like, that's what it was like. And you need to get these great. It's like so much pressure and so much work. High school is so much work. High school is so much work. But also something that I wish was like more realistically discussed with us is the fact that like, you know, we know people that have gone to Ivy Leagues, that have put themselves into serious student debt, that have done all of the shit that they say is important in high school and then it has nothing to do with their life yes, now literally yeah that's so what, it's I, like i had a feeling i had a feeling that was like we really don't have to go to college if that's not part of our journey but yeah. i still made myself go to different like i i i it was just so like well you have to go to school but it's like I know that most people, that is um, a way to get to their job, but not everyone, to be honest. No, actually, most people, I would say no. I know. I have so many people in my life that spent so much money on college and they can't use their degrees. And then I know people that have never been to college and are making millions of dollars. No, I know. I watch, watch with like <laughs> high schoolers are listening to this and we're going to sway them to like not go to, school, go to college. Because, <laughs> you know, to make it make like a lot of money by and not going to school. I, I know that hard work and luck and everything like and the privilege of being able to move where you need to move is like part of it. But yeah. to be honest, like out of high school, I didn't have the money to move to where I wanted to move. But and it just took years of like um, nannying and waiting tables. And like com- I took a lot of community college classes. Yeah. So go to school. But like also know that like if that you don't feel that it's your path, like you really it's might not be. I know. High school's fucking hard, but I got to know what, because you do, and <laughs> you were repeating it, you have a signature look now. You do. I have to know, like, what were you wearing in high school? Did you have a style evolution? Did you have, like, mm. like what, what was the outfit that you would put on and you would be like, I am fucking gorgeous? Because <laughs> we like all we, had that moment. Yeah. The, where you're like feels so hot and you're like oh my so god hot. everyone's in love with me and yeah <laughs> so. it's it's your like slow motion past yeah. that dutch mean girls walk down the hall like <laughs> moment i think i i was definitely trying to wear what the popular girls were wearing like i was very preppy and then mm-hmm. also like i feel like whatever my mother thought was like cute and was like oh my god you'd look so good in that but I also think we wore a lot of like leggings with dresses. Mm-hmm. Like we got the classic. And, I, mm-hmm. and uh, there was um, I I used to have this pink halter top that I always thought was really scandalous. Like whenever I wore it, I felt naked. Like I couldn't even wear it to school, even though looking back, it was so such like a it covered everything. <laughs> just, like, or like a tube top. It was top just was like just it was so like a towel with a string. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, tube tops are still so hot to me. I mean, same. And I think they're coming they've come back in a big way. I think they have. <laughs> I think But they it have. feels like a tiny shirt just felt so like sexy. And I remember um my cousins are a little older than me. And so like whenever we get together, they would want to like smoke or something. And I was always the one that didn't. And I would um 
be I'm always like the good girl. Not mm-hmm. saying that you're not bad. You're you know what I mean. You're not you're not you're not bad. That if I'm you smoke. the bad girl. <laughs> but smoked. I meant I was so scared of doing every anything. Uh and there was one time we were driving around and they were smoking and I was in the backseat in the floorboard, like trying to hide from the smoke, like fully so scared that my parents would see us, even though I wasn't oh, smoking. No. And I was wearing the pink halter and I felt like it was like I was like a drug addict. <laughs> You're like, this is my requiem for a dream moment. (laughs) You're like in the backseat. This is so hardcore. So did you smoke or drink in high school? No. Like I was really, um, I was really into church, was the one bringing my family to church. And I, not again, that you can't smoke and be in church. My brother used to find little cigarettes and smoke the rest of them if he was like Mm -hmm. mad at my mom. (laughs) But I never, like, I never drank or anything. I, I I accidentally sipped my cousin's cup. She was like drinking and I thought it was a Sprite and I took a drink and um, I was like, oh my God, it's alcohol. I can't believe, oh my God, where did you even get it from? Like of screaming at her, like so, <laughs> so scared and more of like not judging, judging them, but so scared that my mom would find out and like be so mad at me. So you were like very obedient to your mm-hmm. mother and to your parents, generally speaking. And you, I was, you, yeah, you had a good relationship with them in high school. Yeah, I feel. Um, yes, absolutely. I was always, I always really close. I've always been really close to my family, but I think I was a little too obedient, almost. Whereas I was like so afraid that my mom would be mad at me that I'm like, leave right. a little girl. Right, that you didn't even like. Did you say so you never went to parties? No, I mean I don't even. The our parties were like drama club parties where like we would all be really horny, like cuddling on the couch, but nobody <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> like you know what I mean, or like going to facilities yeah. and like being too loud at a restaurant. So we did that kind, but I have no, I didn't even know high schoolers had parties that were like drinking parties. We were so lame I guess but like I think some of the drama club kids would drink but like it was kind of like I didn't realize they were or like I wasn't invited to those parties right right that makes but sense. maybe they didn't I don't think we really drank I don't think the drama club really drank a lot but I wasn't like at any parties um for my own like class right <laughs> did you um have so wait your drama club boyfriend did you have a like romantic relationship throughout high school or was it just your gay drama club boyfriend well it's so funny because I really do think we were in love like fully like we were so close we'd spend every day together there was jealousy there of like um if I, I remember when we broke up I went out with another guy and he was really upset with me or like um while we were together, there was all the gay guys at school loved him and wanted, and he was gorgeous. He is gorgeous mm-hmm. now, too. <laughs> he's dead to he's, you, alive in the world. <laughs> he was gorgeous. I don't know what he looks like. No, he's beautiful, and he looks like a model. Uh, and all, and sometimes the gay guys at our school would be mean to me because of, they wanted to be with him. But then at other times, we were close friends. Like, it was weird. We had a weird, weird relationship Hot with and cold. Other, other guys that wanted to be with him. And then, of course, there was rumors that he cheated on me with men in the bathroom. And, like, and there was, like, we truly were in love. But we'd only kiss with our mouths closed. And I remember being like, why do we only kiss with our mouths closed? And he was like, I'm like, I know you've gotten a blowjob before. Like, I we don't even kiss with our tongue. And he was like, well, I respect you. It's, like, different and, like. <laughs> okay. And we were allowed to have sleepovers because my mom knew he was gay. And I knew he was gay, too. But it's, like, even at the time, I was, like, 
fluid because I was like, well, even though he likes men, it's like he still loves me. Right, right, right. Maybe I'm I mean, the that's... girl that he likes, you know? Was your high school like progressive in the sense that people were out and people were like proudly gay? Well, I feel like probably not as much as today, but like it, like I can count like five guys that are out at our, my high school that I knew. Right. But of course, there was more than that that weren't. I mean, out that's then, a lot. Five is a lot. But I think yeah, there definitely was like oh no, not weird that they were like out. Like it wasn't like oh you're out. you know what I mean. It wasn't right. like it was just it was normal that you know what I mean. Like they didn't yeah. get bullied for being out or anything, that's, and there wasn't I mean, like a shock or anything. But I'm that's sure great. That, yeah, I think so. I think it was progress. I think it was. I think so. I mean, yeah, because our time, I feel like. 2004 through 2008 our high school zone was like really the time in comedy where every single punchline of like the hangover or like you know the movies that we were talking about with Seth Rogen like all of the punchlines were like you're gay oh you're You're a homo like or the F-A-G-G-O-T word, which we do not say on this podcast. Absolutely not. But, you know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) so it's cool to me that you have people that were like out in your grade and weren't getting bullied. I mean, yeah, they really, I I fully like those were my people. I've always, I mean, I, again, generalization because everyone's different, but like, I guess for me, I really was like, oh, these are the funniest people I've ever met. I've always yeah. really bonded with gay men. <laughs> no, I mean, wh- I've me always, too. always like, f- again, not every gay man, of course, like and, every gay man in the history of Every gay man's good and every gay man, I love him. Like, <laughs> I just have always, I'm, I was, I just have the similar sense of humor. And Same. I, I just like fully was like, I guess we had, yeah, a lot of gay guys in our in our high school. I guess, like, I didn't really know anybody that was bi, really, mm. or um, I I knew some lesbians, but not too many. But, um, so it wasn't the, the most progressive, but it was definitely, like, progressive, I think, for its time. My for high sure. Yeah. Were you, did you know you were, like, were you a, so you were kissing your gay boyfriend, but did you, <laughs> did you know that you were, like, bi in oh, no. high school? Oh, no, yeah. No, because I, I think like I always knew that I was attracted to men. So then it's like society is like, oh, well, you're attracted to men. So you must be straight. And then like, uh, but looking back, it's like, how did I not know? I would be like kind of nervous to have sleepovers with girls because what if I slept too close and I was, they were like, you're gay or, you know, like, or, um, my celebrity crushes, like, how did I not know that, um, I wanted to kiss Cameron Diaz, you know, like how, how did I not know? But uh, I didn't know until I was like 24 or something. Wow. And like, uh, yeah, so I was kind of a late bloomer. But um, you just like, if you know for sure, you go, I know for sure I like men. And then you just aren't open to it. And then as soon as you're open, you're like, oh my God, I'm really gay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I definitely would like, I would definitely be pressured into performatively making out with girls at parties. But then I would, but then I would always be like, 
but I like this. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Okay, so, yeah. Because there was I, that, like, oh, two girls kissing. Yeah, two girls hot kissing, it. like, hot, Woo! like, whatever. <laughs> and me and my friend in middle school used to, like, oh, me and this girl used to make out, make out, make out all the time. And then one of my best friends was a lesbian. So then, like, that oh, was always hot, very, like, interesting. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and then. <laughs> was she in love with you? Do you know? No, we were not. Uh, no, she was not in love with me. She had a very serious girlfriend, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Who, like, that was a whole other. That was, like, my first exposure to, like, how intense teen relationships could be <laughs> oh until God, yeah. I got into my own. But then I started watching The L Word. Oh, and yeah. Then I saw Shane in The L Word, and that's when I would be like, frothing for <laughs> someone like See, I i've was never like, seen that i've i've seen it now and like the new that i really like the new generation the new gen <laughs> the new gen <laughs> i really do i'm like very even like so you know like even the i don't know like some shows you're like okay even the corny moments i'm obsessed like yeah and shane is so hot Shane so I, is if I would so have hot. seen it, I think I would have been like, okay, I, yeah, I, I need to have a girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, fuck any guy. I was like, this is the thing. <laughs> there is like something so, there's something corny about Shane at times, but you go, but it gets me. It gets me. Like it's me. hot. Same it with Che uh, Diaz. I really think Che Diaz is hot. <laughs> I, mean, I know it's like my deepest secret. <laughs> no, no. Can I, I, I will say like, I get it. I think that like the writers do her yeah. do them dirty. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh I think it's the it's the writing, but it's like the writers it, do them dirty it, and also hard. the styling is a little yeah. bit brutal. It's And yeah, I and yeah, I'm what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is so funny. I literally DM'd <laughs> after you I literally DM'd the after <laughs> I literally messaged the actor that plays JD. And what did they say? I, they didn't say anything because I removed my comment because after I I watched it. And so when the episode came out with um, Miranda getting fingered in the kitchen and yeah, doing yeah. horrible screams. Yeah. I messaged Che as a joke, but also because I thought they were so hot. Yeah. <laughs> Who probably is fully married. And I said, they're not. Um, I don't think they are. I think they're single. Oh I could be God, fully making up lives as if I know anything about their personal life. <laughs> I feel like from a couple stories, I've sensed that there was someone like a man. Oh, maybe there is. But I'm also like, maybe I'm wrong. But I guess I just me and my friend watched the scene probably 800 times, even though it's it's like so funny. But then there's also it's so funny, the screams. And I messaged as a joke and I said, Hey, I just want to say we just <laughs> watched your show and you were too good in it. And I sent like three voice <laughs> voice notes. <laughs> so I sent three voice notes to Sarah. Sara. Sarah. Oh yes, Ramirez. Sara Ramirez. And I sent three voice notes about how I liked their character, and then I oh. left it for a couple of days. They didn't read it because they don't follow me. And I then I deleted it because I was like, what if one day I do get to meet them and they go back in our messages and see that I said Oh, my God. That is so <laughs> funny. But I also bet you their DMs were filled to the oh, brim. Yeah. They couldn't find mine. 
I mean, that is so funny. I never told anyone I did that besides I'm my friend obsessed. when we were watching the scene. But I really think they're so hot. But I'm also like, I don't know. I don't know. There's just, I, if I had that part and I had to say those lines, I would have switched it up. There were problems with those <laughs> lines. I would have switched up and they would have been like, hey, can you say what's in the script? And I go, yes, I can. And then they'd roll and I'd say something different and say something every single completely. time. Completely. I would also be like, this isn't a stand up set. This is a TED yeah. talk. So, oh my God, the stand up. Yeah, it's really, it's really bad. But I, I have to know. I mean, I'm proud of you. That's brave. Look, I your middle lie. school bully didn't stop you from sliding into Sara Ramirez's DMs, honey. But also the messages sounded, when I listened back, like sarcastic, and I didn't want them to think I was making fun of them. No, you're being genuine. But, being you're, genuine. but you're you're edging, you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. you also want to be like flirty <laughs> by being like, I don't want you to think I'm your huge fan, but... I, uh, went, I love your character. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I just wanted to say I loved I just watched Sex in the City and I loved your character getting the show's name wrong <laughs> I just wanted to say I watched you in Boardwalk Empire and your character was amazing <laughs> I love you on the Big Bang Theory <laughs> um, okay I have to know is there like a quintessential high school story for you something where when you think about your time spent in your not too competitive not too shitty high school in Dayton Ohio where you're mm. like this is this is high school for me is it a is it a meal at a restaurant where you're being too loud is it a fun time with the drama club is it a trip is it a sleepover <laughs> what is it tell me I love this there's two little things and it definitely is like Again, has to do with drama club and my friends because we were so they made me laugh so hard. We it was fully like I think the first time I realized that I oh I'm like really funny because we mm -hmm. were being funny together. Even yeah. though you're funny with your siblings, you're like it, they're your siblings. Of course you're being funny with them. But yeah, when they're you're your funny family. With a group of friends, you're like oh I'm like I'm like feeling high off of this. So there was one time that I got. Um, so again, like people were mean to me and my boyfriend because they wanted to be with him. And there was this one guy in particular that would say mean things and, but also try to befriend us all the time. And I got a call, um, one day and it was late at night and it was from my boyfriend. And, and, uh, basically what happened earlier, the guy said something mean to me. He like something really small though. And I didn't even remember what he said. And, um, at the time. And then like my boyfriend called me and said that they had him and a couple of guys from drama club went to the guy's house and bashed his car window. Oh in. my God. <laughs> and full, for me in my honor. I love that. And I was that. like, Oh my God, why did you do that? Like, of course he knew who it was, but there was no proof. But I was like, I would have never asked you guys to do that. But it was like, that just shows the, like, I was like drama. I was the queen of the, you were the queen. They would do anything for their yeah. queen. They, I was the queen of the drama boys. Like, wow. fully, like <laughs> smashing in a car? Smashing in the windows over one little mean thing that I didn't even know what happened. <gasps> like, I wasn't even offended. Like, I wasn't upset at all. And then oh, there was one time. Oh, my God. That's hot. That would, I would, I would have <laughs> masturbated to that in high school. I would have. I mean, it did make me blush. I was like, for me. But also, I was like, I would have never said to do that. Like, I yeah, well, you're, you're pissed. You're like, you guys are fucking idiots. I would have never asked you to do that. Yeah. But now that I you did it. I would have never asked you to do that. But you did. 
<laughs> but you did? <laughs> so, a big ice cream sundae for all of you. I know. Come here and mommy has a treat for you. It really was like mother drama. Like, I was the president of thespian society. Love. <laughs> but and didn't really have any rules in high school. It just was voted on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. literally like nun number three and I was the president because they Great. liked my personality. <laughs> That's good. That's how you get in positions of yeah. power. Exactly. Um, I mean, yeah. It is. <laughs> and then there was another time it was after a cast party and we were all by my car because I was the one with the car. So I drove everyone all the time. What kind of car did you drive? It was a red ne- Dodge Neon. Cool. I think. And um, everyone was like partying by my car, just like we're about to drive home. We just ate a bunch of spaghetti. And... <laughs> Love that. My friend was on top of my car, like being funny. And I was like, get down, please get down. He was going to get down and he slid in my whole back windshield, like shattered. (laughs) And I'm like, that is kind of payment of what happened to what you guys He was part of the group that did the the bad, but it's like not my fault. It should have been his. And it was really like, he was so embarrassed. And then my other friend's like, we could buffer it. We could buffer it. I'm like, Honey, the whole window is 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 not in existence. What are you talking? What are we gonna buffer? Like, what are you talking about? And so I had to drive home. Like, I just was humiliated because my mom knew how rowdy we were, and it would like it every like every time my gay boyfriend came over to my house, something would break. Like, we were just rowdy, and like <laughs> I was so humiliated to be like my friend was on the back of my car. God, you know, I know. She, yeah, but his parents paid for it. That's but good. So, Annoying. But that's it. That's like, it's the drama. It's the something that's broken. It's the it's the window. <laughs> you have a lot of smashed windows in the history of you in high yeah. school. <laughs> oh my. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Dot edu slash podcast. Oh my God, is that a knock on the door that I hear? Are we in the school guidance counselor's office? <laughs> oh, my oh, I God, believe I we are. Oh my God, Meg, welcome to my office. I'm your school guidance counselor. Please take a seat. Can I get you any oh, pretzels you. or a little apple juice or something like that? Or I would like a big soft pretzel and a little. <laughs> A big apple juice. <laughs> I actually really love apple juice. I do too. It's delicious. It just makes me gassy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard my friend gets, I shouldn't say this, but yeah, some people get sick from it, but I don't. Yeah. 
Well, not to brag. You know what? What do they say about the Marines? The strong, the few. Is that what they say? The Marines? You're like a little apple juice Marine girl. I love it. It's so delicious. Um, in this section of the pod, I like to invite my guest on to kind of rectify a trauma of their past, to, to turn mm. a new leaf, to if you're thinking about something that has been pissing you off, and we can even, I, I'm going to make a special amendment on the show today it can even go back to middle school um so if there's any kind of anyone out there that you want to say that you want to apologize to that you want to say fuck you to that you want to you know look up and check in and see how they're doing this is a time where we get to release any tension that you've been holding on to from your teen years well it's so funny because a couple years ago that we had like a high school reunion Facebook page, like mm-hmm. meeting up. And I thought, and this was years ago, that it'd be funny to post in there and say, hey, I'm not coming. You guys were mean to me and I'm a lawyer now. And I thought it'd be <laughs> funny to say that I was a lawyer. <laughs> and then the the girl that I told you about earlier, that was my middle school friend, commented and was like, well, I wasn't mean to you. And I said, well, you were the meanest one. And <laughs> she DM me and was like, what are you talking about, girl? You need to like move past it. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, she sent me pictures of myself, like she found on my Facebook at the Rainforest Cafe. And she said, yeah, have fun being a lawyer. Like saying lawyers <gasps> can't go to Rainforest Cafe. Like didn't believe me. And I guess what I want to say is I forgive you because you have had a hard life, I think. Yeah. Like looking back at where. And I think I, I really hope she's in a good place. And I also want to say I was blocked from a couple popular girls pages that day. Because they couldn't take in that they were mean to me. And then, like, they were on... I, I think I posted on my Facebook and was like, oh, if this gets 100 likes, I'll tag my high school bullies. And I started tagging them. I, I personally like this. I think that some that people... More people need to get called out for the shit yeah, that they did to they you. And the, I'm, well, because it's like... Yeah. You know, what goes around comes around. I do believe in that. And it's like... Yeah. And it's like you gave me self-esteem issues you made me hate myself you made me feel like shit you probably were a reason why I was so distracted and like couldn't really yeah. concentrate like it's Not so loaded like I mean daily life was uncomfortable every yeah. time we had school like I I actually as an adult can't see like working in an environment where I felt uncomfortable every day like yeah. I can't believe I did that as a kid and the other thing is like there's so many popular girls from my hometown that like now they're in the church and like going to church. And what I want to say is I want to say that God loves that you're going, but God didn't like how you treated me in high school, and middle school. <laughs> and I hope that you can see that because I got a lot of comments that were like, Hey, I don't remember being mean to you. Like, and this was years ago. I wouldn't tag someone now. Um, but I'm like, you need to at least know what you did in high school and just be like, Oh, that kind of sucks. That's, but I'm a different person instead of act like it didn't happen to me. I say this all the time on this show. My number from high school and middle school hasn't changed yet. Hasn't changed yet. It will. Give me a couple more shows to get on. Give me a couple more movies to star. And then the number will absolutely change. But in the interim, the line is always open. You can always apologize. You can always apologize. And I think that people are so embarrassed when they know that they've hurt someone they were, all of those people were probably just so embarrassed when you started calling them out. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. you know, you're not 
you're calling them out because you want them to just be like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, imagine how or much at least better to themself, it would have been. Like, and it's like, I'm not, if someone was listening to this, I'm sure they could twist it and be like, you're holding on to stuff. I'm not actually, I love who I am and like love my friends. And I'm thankful for my experience because it's a part of who you are and your personality. So I'm not so mad at these people, but it would be nice if they at least acknowledge. But to be honest, like, to be honest, me and my gay boyfriend were kind of mean to people too. Like it was a whole hierarchy. Like there was people that we would walk past and be like, (laughs) there was this guy in drama club that we would, he was kind of annoying to us and mean to us. So when we walked past him, we would whisper little teeth because he had little teeth. So there was like, there's, (laughs) there's a hierarchy. There is like, of course I was mean to people too. And I, I go, I'm sorry. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't do that now. But to be honest, we weren't really mean to their face. So I'm like, if you're going to make fun of me, kind of keep it to yourself. (laughs) Here's the thing. Everyone talks shit in private. Everyone can have their own opinions alone. We're we're meant to gossip in this life, to be honest. Yeah, we are. And it's fine. And that's normal. But it's like, it's another thing to degrade someone publicly. Yes, yes. And to make them feel like you're saying like uncomfortable constantly or like, oh no, what am I going to have to deal with today? Like, yeah, it's, it's just annoying. And I think that, you know, it's not, of course it's like it goes to go to the church. The thing that irritates me about that now, and I, and I see this as a pattern, yeah. a lot of these bullies now are like, well, look at how good I am. Like, you don't even oh know God, me yeah. anymore. And it's like, you know, God will God will judge all of us when the day comes, honey. Yeah. And it's also like another clique for them to be a part of where I go, in my Lord's house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, honey, I'm that's well, I also get upset uh, over people making queer people feel like they can't go to church. I'm like, honey, my, the God that I worship, the God that I know they're hanging out with gay people. Like yeah. Jesus he, was hanging out with cool people, not religious people. Like Renaissance people. Yes. People that were absolute Artists. freaks that wanted to just hang out with each other. Yeah. You know they were having like weird group orgy vibes <laughs> happening in their little outfits. You know? Right, don't make me feel like I'm... It's almost... It's very strange actually to see someone that bullied me for so long to be in church because it's like... You, first of all, would have never come in high school when I was into it, you know? Right. And then it's like, you're actually, and again, I want everyone to like, it, it's cool. Like everyone, everyone goes on their own journeys. Yeah, everyone, everyone goes on does their own, own journey. Thing. Everyone should have access to God, spirit, the universe. Like truly I want, if it's earnest, I really want that. But I don't, what I don't want is someone going in and being like, this is my club now and you can't come in. Right. And like gay people can't come in. That's what hurts. Well, that's my whole issue with religion yeah. across the, with organized religion yeah. across the board is like how are you going to take something like an ideology like God that's Mm. supposed to kind of be like all encompassing and open to all of humanity and then make it this like exclusive act. That's what infuriates me being like you can't have that. It's like uh, that's the only thing that God the universe asked for is for you to share (laughs) love and like the power with everyone. Like it's so nasty to be like yeah, now I'm a church girl and you're not allowed to come and like, unless you believe in what I do, you can't come in and have access to like the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's so, so stupid backwards. And so it's like very strange to see the pictures of like church, like when you're like, you're saying who can come and who can't like, it's the same as high, it's like a click. 
Well, look, you've released them. You forgave the person that <laughs> but you I think you had. I forgive you and I release you into the world, re- yes. Yeah, I forgive you and I release you. And we're never going to think about them again. And I think that you calling them out on Facebook was actually brave. <laughs> and mature. I, cause I like fantasize about doing <laughs> shit like that and just like, and then I get I scared that it. someone's going to be a lawyer and like sue my ass. Um, well, yeah. And it actually, they could, they probably could. They might <laughs> come get me boys. Um, I shouldn't have lied, but one other girl messaged me like that meant the world to me to see. See, there you go. There you go. Meg, if you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? Oh, that's so, oh God. I think it's the classic, like none of this, what, like the bad stuff doesn't matter. And like to really just be yourself as soon as possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and also like, don't put pressure on yourself if you are being a shy girl in class. Like mm-hmm. don't, just don't like let them bother you, I think. Mm-hmm. And I would also say not to be so people pleasing with my mom. Live mm-hmm. a little. She's not going to kill you. You know what yeah. I mean? If you make a mm-hmm. mistake. Don't be yeah. scared. And, and the fact that parents make mistakes. I think when you're in high school, you still think they're like superheroes. And then like, you're like, I have to be perfect for my parents. When mm. meanwhile, they're making mistakes left and right. <laughs> yeah, I had like the complete opposite where I was like, my parents are oh. like, my parents are fucking dealing with their own shit. Like, yeah. I have to be my own parent vibe. But, you know, we all meet in the middle. That's really, yeah, that's really hard. Yeah, but you know what? Here we are, performers <laughs> healing the world with comedy. I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> I really would. I have to know, finally, like my last f- question of my world famous podcast, Senior Superlatives. Did you, in fact, have a senior superlative? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was not, I didn't have anything like that um, in my own class. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I was the queen in drama club, and it seemed like everyone was either a year below me or above me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so I, I didn't, but I was, again, the president of thespian society. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So probably be like most likely to be a thespian. <laughs> and you are a thespian. Yeah, I think you should start saying, you know, when like we do shows and whatever, and they're like, what's your bio? I think that thespian is what we should all just start saying. Yeah, you're a thespian. It's like, yeah, it's like, again, the joke is it sounds like lesbian, but it it is like, well, yeah, you're a bisexual thespian. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm a bisexual thespian who can't tumble. I really want my bio to be like that. That's what they should start introducing me as. It's so funny that I was so tortured by my own class and yet none of them probably knew me enough to even give me a superlative. You know what I mean? Like they could care less. I I feel the same exact way. My like superlatives, which our class kind of roasted each other and mine was most likely to be mine was most likely to be in gospel choir which (laughs) like specific did everyone get one yeah our whole class got one but ours but ours weren't like the traditional kind that were like best smile like yeah best dress whatever ours were very specific to what the person was doing and to me, that was such an example that no one really mm. knew me in my class. It's so specific. What did they mean? Well, I was in the gospel choir at my high school. 
<laughs> so you're like nailed it. I am. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we did not. We had like five that someone could get, and it was like voted on. Yeah. How can you all vote on best smile? That sucks. I don't know. It sucks, and it's always just like a popular contest. You know, it, it's it always. Is. I mean, just... every popular kid, it was like best dress, and it'd be like a guy with really long shorts, <laughs> but he was like in the <laughs> football team. <laughs> Like, and like okay. a visor and like Abercrombie. <laughs> it was literally just Abercrombie and literally. Fitch. Literally. Oh, an awkward picture in front of the lockers. Yeah. <laughs> but it'd be like most likely to be famous and just be like the popular kid that was not yeah. in drama club or any no. sort of performing. No. <laughs> that probably works in like HR at a company yeah. right now. And literally. guess what? We don't know their name. <laughs> Me becoming a full bully on this show. I do a full 180. This show is like not about healing anymore, but about actually like making everyone else feel like shit. I you bash the windows of the car. <laughs> Meg, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Oh and my for, God, thank you for having and me. And for doing it twice with me, essentially. Oh, I loved it. I thought uh, it was so much fun and it gives us like an inside joke with the audience who didn't does, hear the first bit. Who didn't hear the first bit. <laughs> Meg, no, this I'm was sure. so much fun. I just adore you. I adore you. I know everyone. Uh, the thing is, everyone's already following you online, so I'm not going to give anyone we, I, I don't plugs know. The they don't know. But... I could use some more, to be honest. I feel like it really falls. Don't you feel like it really sometimes you get you go, hmm, the follows aren't coming in right now. Meg, let me let me tell let me tell you a little story about a girl named Greta. Okay. Shadow ban. No I one go, sees shadow band, I think. No, literally no one sees my content. No one sees my funny little videos that I make anymore. Used to get used to get a lot of views. No one views my shit. Lose hundreds of followers anytime I post. Wait, it's like Instagram's taking them from us because again, I love I love Instagram. If you're listening, I love you, but you are shadow banning us right now. To be honest, I I love your videos. I love your gum girl. Thank you. I'm I love your videos. You are very brave with Instagram in a way that <laughs> I like. To be honest with you, during pandemic, I was like, I need to be Meg. I was like, if I'm not doing what Meg is doing, I was like, I'm going to fail because you no, I'm are your, just. I'm your biggest fan. Oh, I'm your biggest fan. You're, You're just so my, fearless. My You're so Aww. fearless on the internet. I'm so like, I break so, nice. so easily to one comment that's like, ha, not funny. Kill yourself. You know, and it's so I'm funny to delete like, the comments. Like yeah. people don't even have to say something mean for me to delete it. Oh yeah, I'm just like like I'm deleting left and right, and it's so it's so fun to me to delete. Like sometimes once in a while, I'll I'll post an earnest poem, and if yeah. someone and I'll be like, "Don't make fun, it's earnest." And if one person even says like, "Oh, I read this in your, one of your characters' voices," delete, delete, yeah, bye, <laughs> lol, delete. <laughs> Tagging I mean, your friend to see the poem, delete. <laughs> I also like I don't understand why people unfollow. It's like they see well, one thing. Well, I've never thing. followed anyone in my life, I don't think, unless they've harmed me. I, I mean, I'll, like, unfollow something, someone, ran, like, a random food account that, like, I didn't yeah. even know I was following. I'll be like, mm, do I want to follow this? But, like, people that I, like, have followed, I, I never unfollow. So weird. And uh, but I'm like, me- if you look at your, like, chart, I'm like, I'm losing 100 every day. 
Oh my god, <laughs> I, I lose know why. like why? I lose thousands. Well, they don't. I don't know what they want. They don't want me to be hot. They don't want me to be funny. <laughs> they don't want me to be genuine. Like I post about my dead mom. They're like unfollow. What like, they don't, the, you know? the genuine stuff or family stuff? They're never like. And I'm like, what do you people Big want? Flop. For, yeah. They want us to be so more robots. So I'm just robots. having fun. I'm playing online. Play around, honey. Play around. <laughs> Play around. Have some fun. Meg, where can all of my listeners listen to you? Because I know you also have a podcast on HeadGum. Oh, yes. Please listen to Confronting Demons with Megan Stolter and my brother on, on HeadGum. <laughs> I, an iconic show that I was on moons ago. I'd love to have you back, by the way. Whenever I was obsessed you want. with your character. Please, you please. Want. I'm there. Bring... I know you were my aunt, but was what was your name on it? I don't aunt. know. I forget. But I was like, I was like really talking like this, like I was like, yeah. talking like this to you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. it. So I'll do it. Um, oh follow God. Meg online at Meg Stalter. Isn't that just it? At Meg Stalter. Yeah. Oh my God! And everyone, thank you for <laughs> listening to another legendary episode of my podcast. As you know, I only accept five stars and positive reviews online because I am very <gasps> oh. sensitive to bullying, <laughs> as we just discussed. Um, and I do view uh, criticism as bullying. So please, <laughs> please, positive reviews, like, subscribe, all the things. And as we say on this show every week, stay cool, never change. Until next time, ta-ta. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>